This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. But we'll start today, as mentioned, with this new poll uh, regarding Alberta's carbon tax or carbon levy, as the government prefers to call it. I guess it's all a matter of semantics. We know what it is. We know what it's intended to do. You know, it's going to be an interesting year. I've made the argument that the NDP, if they're going to do this, they should have at least waited another year. 2017, we hope, is going to be a turnaround year. Even you have the Conference Board of Canada saying today that Alberta is going to lead the country in growth in 2017. Uh, and politically speaking for the NDP, if that turns out to be the case, especially in a year when their carbon tax has taken effect, uh, that would help them a lot. Right? This is going to make or break them in 2019. Of all the things the NDP has done, and they've had an ambitious ideological agenda, but this is the big one. Because this is really uncharted territory here, and people in Alberta are nervous about what this carbon tax is going to mean. Now, we just saw yesterday, in fact, in B.C., budget tabled in that province. B.C. has been doing very well. B.C. has a balanced budget. Now, B.C. spends less than us on a per capita basis. B.C. taxes more than we do when you look at the whole picture. But B.C. has been doing well. I mean, it doesn't escape notice that B.C. also has a carbon tax. B.C.'s economy hasn't cratered. Quite the opposite, in fact. Now, it's not necessarily because of the carbon tax, but B.C. has done well in spite of the carbon tax. So a carbon tax needn't drag down an economy. I think the problem in Alberta is the way that it's been designed. So I think the challenge going forward maybe is to propose a better design carbon tax, a revenue-neutral carbon tax. You know, Michael Chong, federally, the conservative leadership candidate, has taken a lot of flack for proposing a carbon tax. But he's also proposed $18 billion in offsetting tax cuts, which is significant. Uh, so we're just uh, hunting down Keto Maggie here from Main Street Research to, to kind of go through this poll. But I can give you some of the numbers here. So, for example, on the question of climate change itself, right, is this a problem is it something we need to address? 52% in this poll believe that human activity is the driver of climate change. 39% say it stems from natural causes. Which I guess is a relatively narrow margin. So as for the carbon tax, 64% of Albertans, so still basically two-thirds of Albertans, remain opposed to this tax. Just 34% support the carbon tax, which is probably um, more or less the NDP base or the, the group of voters that the NDP feel they can count on going into the next election, which gets them close to, well, certainly minority government territory, maybe even majority. If you've still got at this point a third of Albertans who say they like the carbon tax, those are certainly votes that the NDP can tap into. Maybe not votes that they would take for granted necessarily at this point. But I think the NDP look at the roadmap to 2019. How can they get reelected? Where are they going to find enough support to win government? Well, that's a pretty big pool of voters to start from. But it also shows there's a lot of opposition out there. So let, let's break this down in a, a little more detail here. We got Keto Maggie on the line with us, president and CEO of Main Street Research. Keto, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me again. All right. So maybe not a surprise that Albertans aren't fond of this carbon tax, but from what you've, you've gathered here, do, do Albertans want policy at all to, to address uh, CO2 emissions? 
Yeah, I mean, I guess that's unclear, but you know, to put the the the, the number in perspective, we've been asking this question now for about three years in 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 different ways, and let's remember where we were. Uh, you know, uh, just two years ago, um, we asked this question, and it was single digits. So it has support for this approval for for a carbon tax, carbon pricing, call it what you will, has actually more than tripled uh, just in the last two years. So I, I think as people, you know, a couple of drivers for this. Uh, number one is just familiarity with with what it is. Um, but but secondly, I think people are starting to understand the transactional nature of this type of policy, where meaning that if Alberta has a carbon t- uh, tax, um, the federal government is going to be much more likely to approve uh, large uh, resource infrastructure projects like pipelines, um, and that it's that's the that's the trade uh, essentially, and that um, people are starting to approve. Uh, of, of a carbon tax in Alberta at, at higher levels. 34 mm. might not seem like a big number, but it is when you compare it to where it was two years ago. Yeah, that's interesting. And, you know, some other questions. I mean, the NDP uh, has support, for example, when it comes to their plan to phase out coal power. Uh, even the idea of putting a, an emissions cap on the oil sands uh, does have a, a fair amount of support, too. So it's not as though uh, across the board there's there's huge opposition to what they're doing. No, I th- and and I mean I think the the the, the opposition to to putting a, a, a cap on emissions uh, from oil sands is the one number that that was a little bit surprisingly high, um, and uh, even taking into account the the question said that the the, the the cap being considered was was more than what is currently uh, um, uh, being emitted right now. Um, but I think you know that's more a matter of the current economic climate in Alberta. We we've we've been tracking optimism and pessimism of of, of the economy and personal finances now for the last two and a half years. Optimism is way down. Pessimism is way up. Um, we know that that climate that is set by the economics um, dictates public opinion. People know that whether you work in the oil industry or not in Alberta. Um, one way or another, you, your, fam- your family, your friends are going to be impacted negatively if, uh, when there is a slowdown in that industry. And, and we've seen that in Alberta. Uh, I think people are very well aware and they don't want that uh, curtailed whatsoever. When it comes to the, the impact of the carbon tax, and I guess it's been almost two months where this has been the reality for Albertans, uh, and already, I guess, uh, a lot of people feel that this has had a big impact on them. Yeah, and the, the, these numbers, you know, you've got to take it with a grain of salt. Uh, I think, you know, we when we ask a question like this, remember that it's not objective. It's, it's subjective. Sure. So what, what constitutes a major impact it will vary. Um, so somebody having to spend an extra $100 a year, uh, some people might consider that a major impact. Other people uh, not necessarily would consider that a major impact. So it's very subjective. Th- th- these are people's uh, opinions of whether or not um, it's a major impact, whether that's a true, a reflective uh, uh, of a true reality. Hard to really say. Um, you know, it it, it is... Uh, it's interesting that the high, you know, that this breaks along partisan lines, and, and I think that 
uh, more people outside of of the major urban centers say that it, that the carbon tax has a major impact. Sure, that could be a reflection of the fact that people have to drive longer distances for everything they do. Uh, having higher uh, uh, gasoline prices in itself, um, if you're in that situation, would have a, a, a higher impact. But also, I think some people who are not supporters of the NDP, who naturally are, are either PC or Wild Rose supporters, might indicate that this is a major impact, even though um, just because of their dislike of the carbon tax, not because it, it is actually having a major impact on their day-to-day life. Yeah, it's an interesting point. Well, people can read more for themselves, more at uh, MainStreetResearch.ca. Keto, thanks for joining us here. Appreciate it. Thanks again for having me. All right, Keto Maggie is president and CEO of Main Street Research. So 51% of Albertans believe the carbon tax has had a major impact on their lives. 42% say a minor impact. So Keto Maggie says support for the carbon tax has grown over the years that they've been tracking this. Uh, but still, you got about two-thirds of Albertans who say they oppose it. In Edmonton, it's more of a split, 50 versus 49. Calgary, 61% opposed, 36% support. In uh, the rest of Alberta, so I guess everywhere outside of Edmonton and Calgary, 70% opposed, 29% support. Uh, on the question of coal-fired power, do you support or oppose phasing out coal-fired power? Uh, across Alberta, 58% say they support that plan. Uh, it says the government is committed to capping greenhouse gas emissions from the oil sands at 100 megatons. Uh, 54% oppose that, 31% support. A lot more uncertainty on that. And again, on the question of climate change itself, would you say the Earth's temperatures are changing as a result of human activity or are the changes natural? So across Alberta, 52% believe it's uh, caused by human activity. That's 63% in Edmonton, just 47% in Calgary, and 51% outside of those two cities. 403-974-8255 is our number. Back with your calls and your texts right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.